Hello, this is Ernest Burley Jr., your certified financial planner, your chartered financial consultant, your NFL PA registered player financial advisor, your investment advisor representative. I hold the series 663 and 7 that allow me to offer securities products and services to clients across the country. I'm also your author of two books on money management. Oh, there they go. <laughs> money management, uh, easy as one, two, three. And money management from grade school to grad school. These books are available on, on Amazon. So please, please, please flood Amazon and, and ask them, hey, send me a hundred of these books or a thousand of these books or 10 of these books or what have you. Uh, so you can share them with friends, family, church members, coworkers, employers, et cetera, and ask them to do the same. I appreciate all of you who have already done that. If you want me to do a workshop, I can do that either virtually or at your location to talk about various aspects of the book regarding the financial planning aspect of it, money management, insurance, things of that nature. So those who, of you who have already done that, I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to, to the rest of you who are going to purchase the book and uh, either have me come or, or do your own self-study type deal. That's fine too, okay? Um, I'm also a licensed insurance agent with over 30 years of experience in the industry. Uh, man, I'm dating myself. Wow, long time. I started when I was like five, okay? <laughs> um, I'm also, um, I've also been in business for over 25 years servicing clients with their financial services and insurance. Uh, services and, and products, okay? Um, I have clients from the north to the south, the east to the west, like I say every week. Uh, so I, I really love to be able to help people all across the country. So I get calls and referrals from all across the country all the time. So I really do appreciate that. And I love doing that, okay? I specialize in wealth management. So investing, whether it's uh, you know 401k plans, different types of retirement plans, simple IRAs, portfolios, um, uh, brokerage accounts, IRAs, what have you, okay? Also asset protection, so protecting what you have accumulated and asset growth, so a strategic plan to grow what you already have uh, going forward. Also uh, financial planning, whether it be basic financial planning or comprehensive financial planning, so I specialize in that also. Insurance, all different types of insurance, whether it be life insurance, long-term care insurance, getting a lot of inquiries about long-term care insurance here lately for some reason. Uh, disability, auto, home, business, church, professional liability, contractors, boat, jewelry, uh, rental properties, the whole nine. Okay, so uh, that's what my firm does, insurance and financial services. So we look forward to helping you. In addition to athlete management. So on the NFL side, I'm an NFL PA registered player financial advisor. On the NBA side, I'm an NBPA certified player agent. So I have connections in the NBA uh, with various teams to get uh, individuals opportunities to try out and you know get on a prof professional team. And if not in the NBA, I'm also FIBA licensed, which means overseas, I can get you opportunities overseas, okay? So now the purpose of this podcast is to educate you, to enlighten you and to empower you with clear, concise, objective information so you can make some great decisions for yourself, for your family members, for your church member, members, whoever you're connected to, that's what this is about, to try and get that good information out there in the atmosphere, okay? So uh, hopefully this will be another good one for you. Now, today's podcast is titled um, 2023 Priorities for Those 18 to 45 Years Old. So 2023 Priorities for my 18 to 45-year-olds. Now, I'm going to get to my 46 and older, too. Now, that's going to be the next podcast, so I'm not counting you out, but some of this stuff you, you need to carry on into my next podcast, which is going to talk about those who are 46 and older. We're building the foundation right now. 
when you start at age 18, okay? All right, so at age 18, this is what I recommend, highly recommend. Get your education, right? So get your education. Go from high school, go right straight to college, right? So go ahead and get your, your education, your um, your education as far as a, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, or what have you. Now, some people say, hey, I'm not, I'm not a school person. I'm not a college, I'm not college material or whatever you want to say. Some people say that, and I get it. Not everybody wants to, to go that route, and not everyone's kind of cut out for that. I get that. Um, so maybe you go to technical school, or 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 even some people say that that's not their route either. But you want to hone some type of skill set, okay? Hone some type of skill set. Um, if if school is not your option, you, you got to have some kind of skill set to maintain yourself because otherwise you're going to be what a deadbeat, and we don't want you to be a deadbeat, okay? We want you to be a productive member of society, which means you need to be able to do something to earn money so you can sustain yourself, right? Um, so let's let's make sure we do that. Let's uh, ideally go to school. Um, and I shouldn't say ideally, you know, most a lot of people go to school, um, either a community college, a four-year institution or what have you. And some people go the technical college route or what have you. And some people, hey, they, they, um, they, they, they do something different, right? So if you're going to do something different, I'm saying hone the skill set so you can take care of yourself um, uh, financially. And emotionally, because that's a big that's a big draw to, to be able to make sure you can take care of yourself and or your family when you when you get a family. All right. Now, once you get to that um, option to say, OK, which way are you going to go? You know, get some certifications or designations also, like something that gives you credentials in the field that you're going into. So when people look at you, they can say, OK, this person has such and such. Right. Some alphabet soup. That's what I call it behind their name. So make sure you have something that you can show that shows you have the experience, the knowledge, the dedication, the education in a particular field. So people are comfortable giving you an opportunity to, to give you their money for your product or service. Okay. Now be mindful of all this additional work though. Be mindful of the education and the skill set. When I say additional work, I'm meaning the education you're going to get, whether it be a four-year degree or master's degree or doctorate or lawyer or whatever. Um, be mindful of that. Or if you're going the technical route or what have you, or if you're going a different route and just getting certifications, designations, degree that um, in, in a particular field or, or arena industry, be mindful of that. Let's not just get degrees and certifications just to get them, right? Just, oh, I have this and I have that. Well, how is that going to help you long-term or even short-term? So the reason you want to get something is to say, how is this going to um, help me in my short-term and long-term endeavors, right? How is this going to help me get a job? How is it going to help me earn money? How is it going to help me um, educate myself or put me at a different level so I can be a productive member of society and be a productive member of my household? So let's look at that when we're looking at getting these degrees and certifications and designations as opposed to just signing up for stuff and just, just getting stuff just to get it. Let's have a strategy behind it and know why we're getting that certification, that degree, that designation, uh, because it's going to help us some type, some type of way in the short term and or long term. Okay. Now, here's the financial planning aspect of my 18 to 25 year olds. Okay. Health insurance. Got to have your health insurance. Now, at this point, you're still dependent on your parents for the most part. There are some uh, 18 to 25 year, year old uh, individuals that are independent, uh, but most are dependent still. So you're still on your parents' health insurance plan probably, but 
A lot of plans, they boot you off at what, 24, 25, I can't remember. <laughs> so you're, you're on the brink when you start getting around this 25 years, you, you, you have to start getting your own insurance for the most part. So let's, let's think, okay, I need to get some health insurance. So don't get off of your parents' plan and be out there without health insurance. Let's not do that. That's something that's very basic that you need to have health insurance, okay? Next, I want you to build cash. Build cash. Don't go spending everything that you bring in. Build your cash because cash gives you more opportunities. And I've spoken about this on previous podcasts. Make sure that you're putting yourself in a good position in the short term and the long term by building your cash reserve. Build your credit score. Okay, so let's start. Let's have things in your name, not in your parents' name. Okay, so and if something is in your parents' name, you want to be on it. So if your parents buy you a vehicle, you want to be on that car loan if your parents have good credit. So hopefully they have good credit too, right? So, you know, y'all pay that car loan on time. You're on that credit uh, situation also. Your own cell phone bill. Um, you can get a little small credit card. Now be careful with credit cards. Credit cards aren't bad. That can help you build your credit. Just charge a little bit per month, you know, 25, 50, 100 bucks a month, whatever you can afford to pay when that bill comes due. And that will help you increase your credit score. So have these things in your name, pay them timely, um, and uh, that will help you build your credit score because you want to have a good credit score. So when you go to buy something like a car or a house or a townhouse or condo, whatever, you pay a lower interest rate because you have a higher credit score. Let's think, think, let's think this thing through, okay? Next, live on a budget. Let's make sure we're living on a budget, right? Let's not spend more than we, we have. <laughs> spend way less than what you have and build your cash because we're, we're looking out for our best interest, right? And for our family's best interest and for our future family's best interest. Put yourself in a good cash position by staying uh, out of debt and living on a budget. Now, my next point, I went ahead of myself, stay out of debt. Don't, don't get into debt. A lot of people at this age is when they get a lot of debt going on, whether it be student loan debt, whether it be credit card debt, let's not get ourselves into debt, okay? Let's steer clear of that. And also let's get acquainted with compound interest. And we're gonna talk more about that in our, our next segment of um, ages, which is 26 to 30, all right? So we're done with 18 to 25. Those are like the main things that I want you to do when you're 18 to 25, I mean, 18 to 25, right? Um, there are more things, but you know, let's, let's, let's focus on those that we just went over. Now, ages 26 to 30, let's talk to you for a minute. I want you to focus on working with excellence. So at this stage, you're starting, you're in your career, right? It may not be your long-term career, but maybe it is. Whatever you're doing, I don't care where you're working. I don't, I don't care if you're at McDonald's, Walmart, Amazon, Microsoft. I don't care where you're working. Wherever you're working, work with a spirit of excellence. Always try to make your employer look good. When someone speaks to you on the phone, say, man, I, I really like speaking to him or her. She, she was really nice. He was really nice. He's really professional, very well-spoken, very professional, very nice, very helpful. So make sure that you're doing things that make you look good. And of course, you, if you look good, then of course the company looks good because you're representing the company. Always work with a spirit, a spirit of excellence and look towards moving up in your career and building your resume. And by building your resume, I mean, even if you're not looking for a different job, when you build your resume, you're building your credentials, so to speak. So uh, by your resume, I mean this. Every time you have a performance review or evaluation, you want to get great marks on your performance evaluation. So if you do end up looking for a higher position within this company or going somewhere else, you get a letter of recommendation from your, your current employer, right, your boss, as opposed to someone saying, oh, it was, it was worse. How are you going to ask me for a letter of recommendation? 
always work in that fashion to to build your resume, which is your you know, that's your building blocks to your next stage. Okay, so you want to do that. You want to get certifications and designations in your field. So that adds to your resume. It adds to your marketability, right? Either within your current company or outside of that company. But in either case, you always want to build your 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 personal what I want to call it your personal. Uh, resume wealth. I don't know. That's a new term. I just thought of it. So that you want to do that. And also any relevant extracurricular activities, like maybe some club or some something that's connected or organization that's connected in your field. Uh, maybe get involved in something like that, but you're building your your career situation. You're showing it up. You're, you're, you're being solid within that career field. And when people look at you, they're like, man, that's the consummate professional in this industry. So that's that's how you want to be viewed. Okay. Now, Next thing I want you to do is nurture one of your best friends. Who's that? Compound interest, okay? So <laughs> I, I alluded to it in our previous age category, right, from 18 to 25. Now I want you to make sure that you're really focusing on nurturing your best friend, or I should say one of your best friends, which is compound interest. So at this stage, like invest early. At this stage, you could, you could save just a little bit. And in a long period of time, you will have accumulated a whole lot, ideally, right? So here, let me give you an example. If you start at age 26, saving $200 per month, and you do that for the next 40 years, after 40 years, that $200 per month that you were putting away, if you're earning 10% a year on it, I'm just you know giving you a figure out there, 10% annual uh, gains on it per year, that will accumulate to $1.2 million by age 66. So 40 years, I did 40 years. That's just $200 per month. You can do that. You're spending that at Chick-fil-A and Outback and TJ Maxx and all these other stores. Spending that 200 bucks a month, you can put that away easy, right? So if you do that $200 per month for the next 40 years, earning 10% uh, uh, compound interest on it, it will be well over $1.2 million. $1.2 million at that point. Now, if you wait just 10 years, let me tell you how compound interest works. If you just wait 10 years, I'm not saying this is a good thing, this is a bad thing, and you wait and say, okay, well, I'm going to start saving at age 36 and save for the next 30 years, right? It will take you $550 to get to that same $1.2 million, $550 per month instead of just $200 per month by waiting 10 years. Waiting 10 years costs you another $350 per month to get that same $1.2 million, Compound interest, <laughs> see, I want you to nurture compound interest, understand the power of it and nurture it. At this age, 26 to 30, yes, you need to start focusing on that bad boy and contributing because you can contribute a small amount. And if you do it over a long period of time and, and, time and you're making gains on it, it will end up being a substantial amount for you uh, in the long term. So let's do that now as opposed to waiting. Like I just said, if you wait 10 years, you have to put in over double, almost triple the same monthly amount to get to the to the same figure. So instead of putting away $200 per month for 40 years, if you wait and try to do it for 30 years, you have to put away $550 per month, which is almost triple. That's almost 600 bucks per month to get to the same $1.2 million because you're only investing for 30 years instead of 40 years, compound interest. All right, I'm beating that up. <laughs> okay, so our financial planning tidbits is pretty much the same, except I'm going to add some things on. So since you're 26, 30, we're going to do the same thing. We need health insurance. 
build our cash reserve because we want to make sure that you, you're in a good cash position at all times. Emergency savings, cash is king, gives you more opportunity, more flexibility, more security. Okay. Also continue to build your credit score. You always want to have a great credit score by paying your bills on time and not using not using too much credit that you have access to. Live on a budget, stay out of debt, right? Also do some basic financial planning, right? So at this point, I, I want you to meet with someone. Could be me, could be anyone else, right? Someone who knows what they're doing, they're doing and knows uh, you know, to get, how to give you some good directions on what to do at that stage in your life. Uh, consider more things that talk, what I'm talking about now. We're just doing something really quick, right? So basic financial planning will include a little bit more than what we're talking about now. Also look into a Roth IRA and or the 401k plan. Hopefully your job has a 401k plan that you can contribute to. You definitely want to, uh, if they're matching you, you always take the match. If they're saying, hey, we're going to match 5%, you put away 5%, we're going to put away 5%. You always do that. That's a no brainer. So you always do the match. Um, and then also look at like, like at a Roth IRA uh, too. So um, can't get into, I don't want to get too, too much in the weeds on it, but uh, look into a Roth IRA also. Now, also we want to look at disability insurance at this stage. Uh, Got to put on your big boy pants, okay? Your big girl pants, right? So um, you're grown, right? You, you, you need to have disability insurance. A lot of people don't, they don't even know they don't have disability coverage. But if you become disabled, you want to make sure you can still maintain yourself. You have at least a partial check coming in to help you pay your bills and maintain yourself. So make sure you have disability income protection, right? Disability insurance, also life insurance, uh, some term coverage. Now, some people hate term, I, I get it. So I'm, I'm objective. So I'm just letting you know, term coverage, um, the coverage is very inexpensive. You can get a lot for a little price, right? But I also recommend you get a little small term, uh, permanent policy too. Now, the term policy, when you get a term policy, you want to make sure that that company will allow you to convert some of that, either some or all of that term into permanent coverage later on down the line. Uh, so you want to make, because some companies don't have great conversion privileges. So you want to make sure there's a conversion feature, which means you can convert that term into permanent without a medical underwriting at any stage down the line. But I also recommend you, you also get you a small permanent policy too. Um, you know, fifty hundred thousand dollars. You know, depends on what your budget situation is, but something that you know is going to be there indefinitely, and you're not going to have to try and qualify for it later on down the line. So I recommend that for all clients, because at age twenty six to thirty, hopefully you're in good health, and uh, you'll be able to get a good rate for that. Okay, so we're we're done with twenty six to thirty. Now we're thirty one to forty five. Okay, so at ages thirty one to forty five, I want you to look seriously at your current career. Is it something you really like doing? Is it something that's really propelling you or, or moving you forward? Um, take a really good look at it because if, it, if it's not something you really wanna do, it's not too late for you to, to switch. Um, it's better, of course, for you to be in your career path earlier. And, you know, but at ages 31 to 45, it's not too late to switch and still have a successful career path doing something else. So look seriously at your current career make moves to grow more, even within that current career, um, either, either inside that same company or you know, go across comp company lines, go to some other company if they're gonna give you a better opportunity. So I want you to really take a close look at your, your career uh, choice at that point and see if it's something you really should be doing long-term, okay? Or should you hop off of this horse and get on a faster running horse, right? Whether it be within your same industry or a different industry. Um, so like I said, it's not too late to change uh, careers at that point. Also, 
is entrepreneurship in the future for you, right? So maybe you're thinking, hmm, man, I can, I can do this just as well as this company can do it or my boss can do it. I can. So is that in your in your cards for you? Okay. Yeah. And I forgot to men mention this at ages 18 to 25. If you're thinking entrepreneurship, because some people go straight out of school into entrepreneurship, make sure that you speak with someone who is, um, and that, that goes for this. So I'm linking the two together, 18 to 25, when you're first starting out, some people start out as entrepreneurs. I just spoke with a client out of, um, I forgot where, maybe Ohio or somewhere, who he quit his job. He's young and he's doing very well. Um, so he's an entrepreneur. I think he might be in his early 20s. You know, So um, that, that can work for you when you're starting out. But also if you're talking about changing career path, you know, everyone always talks about business ownership and being an entrepreneur and being a big boss and all this other kind of stuff, but they don't know what goes on behind the scenes, right? So some people, they just don't know. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you have employees. And it depends on the industry you're in too. So uh, there are a lot more moving levers with certain industries, but make sure that you speak with someone who is in the industry you want to go into and, and, and kind of hover around them let them be your mentor, ask them questions, pick their brains, say, hey, how did you start? What made you want to start? Uh, what would you do differently? What are the major problems that you've come across? What do you experience now? How did you make your business successful? Just ask them a lot of questions. How much cash did you need? How much is it costing you now? What kind of profit margin do you need to, you know, just ask them all these different types of questions before you jump out there uh, into entrepreneurship. Make sure that you have a full understanding of it first. So you can make a calculated risk, a calculated chance, um, a strategic move, right? You have your cash, because we, we already talked about cash gives you options, right? You want to build even more if you're talking about going into entrepreneurship, and you want to have your, your business plan, your marketing plan, all that kind of stuff sealed tight. And I've done podcasts on that, so we're not going to talk about that uh, in too much depth, but speak with someone who's in that industry. Or if you can't talk to someone in that industry, which I would find it highly unlikely that you wouldn't be able to speak to just any business owner, someone who's been in business for a long period of time, because there are some, some similarities across business ownership, right? Across entrepreneurship, some things you just run across as a business owner, right? So make sure you talk to someone who has, has been in business for you know a good period of time and, and, and done some decent things. So you can, you can like, like uh, get some information from them. All right. Now on the financial planning type side, from 31 to 45, we want to focus on health insurance. So we're building on what we already talked about, health insurance, build cash, build your credit score, live on a budget, stay out of debt, uh, tweak your financial plan. So this is different from the other one. I want you to tweak your financial plan at this point, because at this stage from 31 to 45, we're, you know, you should start, start thinking a little bit more about like estate planning and legacy planning, right? Even though you're still young, but at this point, you may be married, you may have a family, you may be thinking about that. So you want to have your ducks in a row and think about, okay, I need to start thinking about legacy building and legacy planning, estate planning, and even some retirement planning at this point. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit more. Okay, so uh, your Roth IRA, 401k, we already talked about that. You want to start contributing heavily to those plans so you can uh, you know, meet your financial goals on down the line. We already talked about disability insurance, life insurance, some term coverage, and some permanent coverage. And also at this point, now I'm sneaking this in. I didn't put this in here initially, but I'm sneaking it in. Long-term care protection. You want to start thinking about long-term care protection. A lot of people are like, I'm 35, 40 years old. What do I need that for? Well, 
I have some clients now in their 50s, they're trying, they want to get that coverage, but it's, it's more costly the older you get. So when you're younger, you're in good health, you can get these plans for less money. And I understand you're like, hey, I only have so much money. I'm just saying this is something you want to think about. And our next age categories, I'm definitely putting this down as one of the things you want to focus on. Um, but I think you should be thinking about it uh, in your 30s also, okay? Uh, and that's it. That's it for today's podcast, okay? For, so my 18 to 25-year-olds, my 26 to 30, uh, my 31 to 45, those are the, the priorities I think are things we want to really think about for 2023 and, and just get that year kicked off right and do this, do this throughout the year and throughout that age group, each age group. You can go to my website. As a matter of fact, go to my website. I forgot to mention this. I have these uh, when you go to the top, my, my website is ernestburley.com or ernestburleyjr.com. At the top, I have these different categories. And one of them says the race of life or race of the race of life. You click on that and it has different age categories. Now I've broken them into different ages here, but it, they're around the same. And it has some different tips on there. I'm going into a little bit more, but it has some of those in, in that too. So uh, go to my website and click on that race of life and you'll see like some additional things on there as to what you should be focusing on. Uh, at different ages. Um, so that's it for today. Okay, our recap is make this make this make sure that we're doing things correctly based on our our age, our our stage of life, our race, the the, the stage we are in our race of life, right? From 18 to 25, you should be doing certain things from, from 26 to 30, uh, you should be doing certain things from 31 to 45. And on we're going to talk about 46 older in my next podcast, okay? The takeaway is um, no one plans to fail, but people fail to plan, which yields the same result. If you don't plan, then you're, you're not, it's highly unlikely you're gonna have success and what your goals are down the line, okay? So let's make sure that we plan, we start early. The earlier you start, the, the, the um, more likely you are to reach your goals, okay? All right, I wanna thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate y'all listening to the podcast every week. Uh, I can continue to get more and more uh, subscribers. I really appreciate that. I ask that you forward this podcast to your friends, your family members, your church members, your, your uh, uh, employers, your coworkers, all across the country, all across the world, as a matter of fact, because the internet is global. <laughs> and ask them to go to this guy's, and ask them to do the same, to forward it to their friends, family members, church members, uh, coworkers, employers, et cetera. And ask them to go to my um, YouTube channel, because all of my podcasts are on YouTube. Go there to my channel. It's just my name, Ernest Burley Jr. And uh, subscribe, subscribe first, and then click around in there because I have a ton of things I talk about. I talk about real estate, real estate or real mistake, uh, whether you should buy a car or lease a car, whether you should pay off your mortgage early, infinite banking, different types of life insurance, whole life, universal life, uh, uh, term life. I talk about how to increase your credit score. I talk about a whole lot of different things on my YouTube channel. So just click around in there, subscribe first and click around in there and then forward that YouTube channel to all of your friends, family, church members, coworkers, et cetera. If you want to connect with me, very easy to do. Um, my email address is my first name at my full name.com. So Ernest at Ernest Burley Jr. and Jr. is JR. So Ernest Burley JR.com. Uh, so you can email me. Uh, we can have a chat. Very easy there. Or you can go to my website and email me from my website. Reach out to me from my website, which is ernestburley.com or ernestburleyjr.com. Or you can call my firm at 301-262-2600. Again, 301-262-2600. Um, I have clients all over the country, like I said before. So no matter where you are, uh, we can help you. Uh, or, or, you know, like I said, give you 
advice and you can choose whomever you want to, to do. If someone calls me and says, hey, I, I have a question about life insurance or long-term care insurance or whether I should do a Roth IRA, what have, you don't have to do it with me. I'm just going to give you my objective opinion and, and you can do what you want, okay? All right, so I think that is pretty much it for our podcast today. I have to read off my disclosure since I let you know I'm a financial planner, financial advisor, all that kind of good stuff, okay? So here we go. Burley Insurance and Financial Services, Inc., 13621 Annapolis Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20720. That's where my firm is located, right outside of Washington, D.C. Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Burley Insurance and Financial Services, Inc. is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc., this material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Ernest Burley Jr., moi, and Burley Insurance and Financial Services, Inc., and not those of Next Financial Group, Inc. Next Financial Group, Inc. does not provide tax advice. That's it for today's podcast. Hey, look out for my next one when I, you know, we talk about 46 on up. Uh, what the priorities are for 2023. So today is priorities for 2023 for those 18 to, to um, 35, and then we're going to, no, 18 to 45, and we're going to talk about 46 and older in our next podcast, okay? In the meantime, y'all take care, and y'all be safe out there.